you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? This is Chase here with a special review, spoiler-free, of Winchester. I'm winging it by myself today, so get ready. Welcome to the best seat in the house, Backroom Movie News. Uh, I had the not-so-pleasure of seeing the movie Winchester the other day. Uh, it's To simply put it, it was all right. It's kind of a... It's a period piece, and then they tried to mix it with the horror movie. And there's some scenes and shots that have, like, an air of greatness to it. And you can see exactly what, like, tone and vibe they were going for. And, like, the performances are good. But then for, like, 99% of the movie, it's just... It's just not good. Uh, I'll start with a little dive into the characters and the actors because I think that's what I'm most that and then the uh, just the tone that I'm worried about. So we'll start with uh, the lead here, Jason Clark. He played Eric Price, who is a doctor that's sent to the Winchester house to evaluate the uh, psychological and and physical, I believe, health of uh, Sarah Winchester. And uh, I mean, that's that's an all right premise for a horror movie. It's actually pretty great if you ask me. But I feel like they totally missed the mark with Jason Clark because I want to like this guy. I want to like him. I loved him in Love may be a strong word. I really liked him in War for the Planet of the Apes. Not a lot of people like him. They really complain about him. But he was good there, and I saw him, and I thought, you know what? I want more and better opportunities for this guy. Uh, but this this was not one of them. And no, sir. Jason Clark, it wasn't, he wasn't the worst ever, I guess, but he was really bland. He didn't really sell me on the uh, drug-addicted sort of spiraling doctor. And then with the character, too, I mean, it's just, it just, he just kind of happened on screen. I feel like that was the issue with a lot of this stuff. It didn't, it didn't feel cohesive, you know, some things felt unneeded. And when some things feel unneeded in the aspects of the character, like if I don't think that character matters, the main character, the guy carrying in the film, then what are you doing? You lost me from the beginning. And then we had uh, the great Helen Mirren playing Sarah Winchester. And I just said it, great Helen Mirren. We know she's a great actor. She's beloved by many, but she was wasted. She was wasted here. (laughs) And not the good kind of wasted. She wasn't getting twisted. She was just hanging around in a bad movie. It's one of those things where I think I saw someone uh, put it best that this was a movie where they had a great actress, but they sort of structured it to keep it cheap where she filmed for you know probably only a week or two or something and then they had the other actors that didn't cost as much doing most of the stuff which makes sense sure cool cool uh but i mean one like i said jason clark wasn't great uh the other female actress she was pretty good but helen mirren it's like i said this would have been an amazing could have been an amazing period piece if they made it more of like a drama if they kept those themes and ideas they were working at they made it more of a drama period piece i could have seen it but otherwise, it was just Helen Mirren uh, hanging around trying to be great, and uh, it didn't come across. And her chemistry with Jason Clark was it was it was nothing. And this is weird, you know. I feel bad bashing the shit out of a movie because it's rare that I'm so hard 
you know, so harsh, not so hard. No, it's rare that I'm so harsh on a movie like this, but it's one of those things where the marketing was like, there, this is going to be a scary movie focusing on the great, you know, Winchester house, cool set, cool idea. And then uh, I just sat there for a couple hours and boredom. So yeah, unfortunately, Helen Mirren just, it just wasn't, it wasn't right. Uh, let's see. I forget the actress for the other. Did I write it down? Okay, yeah. Sarah Snook. Uh, she plays Sarah Winchester's niece in the film. She was actually good. I'm not going to lie. I thought her dialogue was cringy a lot of the times. Because like I said, it's that drama period piece. They always have that weird, uh, super harsh, like, uh, uh, diction, I think it is. So every word she pronounced it and enunciated it perfectly and was very formal and it sounded really stupid came across pretty wooden which contradicts me saying she was all right but you know what i mean i didn't like how they treated the character but i thought the performance gave it some oomph but then again her arc was her arc was basically really obvious you know in the end i won't spoil it even though i don't necessarily suggest seeing it but it didn't it didn't like it didn't have any punch or effect this movie completely except for one aspect lacked any kind of it factor. The the aspect that it didn't like it in was the set design. Like I said, awesome premise for a horror movie. The famous Winchester house, dealing with Sarah Winchester talking to ghosts. I mean, it was perfect. The set design was awesome. I loved it. But, I mean, if I don't care about the characters, what, what am I doing here? Uh, I will say, though, that... Let me find the name of the person. Uh, Eamon Farron. He portrayed a character Ben Block in the film. He was a bright spot. But, of course, he had, like, a little baby bitty role. But to sum up the characters, actors, the, the dialogue, I guess, I'll say that the movie may have benefited from casting unknowns or lesser-known people in the roles, uh, something I always compare to because, you know, I love Alien. Alien, they really just they just hit it with the cast and the way they hit the dialogue, and they were all relatively unknown at that point. And it was, you know, it was a horror movie, even though it's not that scary. So I think this movie definitely could have been a little better if they had a younger a few younger actors in the leads that were like more hungry, you know, but I mean, whatever. It's all done. It's in the past. And uh, let me answer the question. Was it scary? And no, there was some jump scares, of course, because I mean, this is a horror movie and it's a modern horror movie. Excuse me. But it's one of those ones where like, like I said, the tone was horrible. They, the scary parts were they relied on jump scares every once in a while just to get you basically and that's like a classic no-no in horror like you got to build up the dread and the fear and have it tension going through the story something recently like it like i i shower lots of praise all over it for doing that with the characters making what they're dealing with like in their families and their their feelings the scariest part but this movie i did, i don't care i mean eric price him fighting his own personal demons with Sorry, <laughs> I bumped the microphone there. Finding his own personal demons with like drug addiction, and then he lost his wife at one point, you know, before the story started. And then obviously Helen Mirren's character—that's obvious. But yeah, it's just—it really sucked. And the jump scares did not scare me. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm telling—I watched Annabelle Creation again the other day, like two di- two nights ago, and I'm still thinking about the demon from that. I couldn't even walk up the stairs in this house to get the equipment alone without playing music to keep the silence. So. If something like that happens, if something like that happens two days after I've seen a movie I've seen many times already, and then Winchester can't even scare me a tiny bit, then it's nothing. The jump scares were just classic, just a quick spike in audio, 
and for some reason they were always like green or pink the frame they just completely tone shifted uh, you know and they weren't like ghosts or characters that were referenced and named and had any meaning that I was aware of so I really thought it was a garbage attempt to just once again I saw somewhere else someone said it felt like a first draft of a script and that's that's not what you roll with trust me so yeah it it wasn't scary it was marketed as a, a really scary look into the you know the Winchester house and then trying to sort of tell us about some themes and ideas about you know forgetting or living with the past you know making reparations moving on but it sucked it sucked oh, okay here's here's the funniest part about all this it's that I think there's a better sequel to be made. It's one of those things like, uh, you would usually think if this completely flopped, let's just cut this off, no more sequels, come up with something original, try again. Yeah, oh, try again. But I think in this case, they should oh, try again with a sequel because, like I said, the house, the set design, the idea to do the horror movie in that house was so awesome. And I see why they did it. And I see probably why they may have fast tracked this, assuming that they did go on a, a script that wasn't really finished. I mean, who knows how that goes, but yeah, I, I think if you got someone in, the best example, bringing up Annabelle again, the first Annabelle movie, no one really liked, wasn't great, I didn't even like it, still scared me, and then Annabelle Creation came along, they had David F. Sandberg, who really brought in a, like a knowledge and a love for horror, and he created a super dark, scary tone with, you know, the emotional beats that sort of helped make it feel like a good movie. That's what this, that's what a sequel in that house could really, really, really do. Now, they wouldn't have Helen Mirren back, and I don't know exactly how that would work, because they're not going to pay to get her back after they had her, you know, on a minimal contract here, but still, it's one of those things where I want... I want the potential of the first movie to be realized in a sequel. Uh, I can just kind of close it out in saying, if you do see Winchester, it's don't expect a super scary horror movie. Expect something a little bit, tiny bit more in like the vibe of uh, Guillermo del Toro's um, Crimson Peak, where I thought it was going to be a horror movie, but it was like a gothic romance. No, Winchester's not a gothic romance, but I'm saying don't expect a straight-up horror or good horror movie. Go there and try to enjoy the aesthetics of the set design and the period piece, and then try to come away with something in the third act, which I thought was sort of wrapped up nicely. Alright guys, thank you for watching this video. That's all I have on Winchester. Uh, what you can do in the meantime is get ready for our normal episode of Back Row Movie News coming to you this Saturday. Uh, you can like and subscri subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell in the corner for notifications. Go ahead and drop a comment below because we love to hear from you. And then you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for notifications on all the upcoming videos to you. Uh, thanks again, guys. Don't go see Winchester. Uh, and have a nice day. Bye. Bye.